Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And welcome back. It is Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And we are spotlighting NY24 today, last week, NY23. This week, NY24, you see what we're doing. And we have the Democrat candidate, or the Democratic candidate, Stephen Holden, running in NY24. Stephen, good morning. Welcome to Hardline. Uh, Good good morning. Good morning. Hope you and the listeners are doing well this morning. Hey, Steve, uh, introduce yourself to our listeners. You're running against uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney in NY24. Who is Stephen Holden? Well, uh, well, first of all, I, uh, I am, if you hear this funny accent, I w- I'm not originally from Western or Central New York. I was born, uh, I was born and then raised uh, in a small town in Oklahoma, and I was raised on a dairy farm. Uh, I went into the Army after I got out of high school, and I retired from the Army in the rank of lieutenant colonel with four combat deployments to Iraq, to Afghanistan. And I got here to New York because the Army sent me to Syracuse University. That's where I met my lovely wife of 15 years, who's from the Syracuse area. And so that's how I ended up. That's how I ended up here. I'm also a small. Uh, so after I retired, I became a small business owner with me and another veteran friend of mine, and we started a business helping veterans win government contracts. As that gov- uh, federal government. Uh, finance and contracts is my specialty. So that's just kind of a snippet of uh, who I am and uh, just kind of why I'm running. And Stephen, before we go any further, I do want to say thank you uh, for your service to this country. What what made you want to jump into politics as a small business owner, and why was 2022 the right time for you? Well, I... So we were originally looking at 2018, but then I had uh, some Army obligations that I still had. So we looked back then. But as a small business owner, what I want to do here, especially within this district, because we have a lot of farms and small businesses, is really try to grow them and to grow Main Street throughout rural America. Another reason I wanted to jump in is that, kind of in a more general standpoint, is I spent my entire adult life in public service. And, and service to my country and service to my community means a lot. So right now, I wanted to get in because I want to save democracy. I want to preserve our American way of life for my children and for my, and, and for my, young, grand, my young six-year-old grandson. So those are the reasons why I did. 
and uh, why I'm looking forward to going before the voters here in just a few weeks. And, and you know, speaking of the uh, midterm elections, obviously a lot of eyes on the congressional races uh, throughout the country and obviously the race for Senate as well. Uh, what do you think is the main thing facing the voters that will be heading to the poll? What's the one topic or two topics that you really want to connect with the voters before they go and cast those ballots? So, so two things. Uh, number one, it gets back to what I was just talking about. A lot of voters, in, in a recent poll, the number one issue for a lot of voters was, protect, was, was the protection of democracy and the rule of law. Because if we don't have, because if we don't have the, if we do not have standing up for the rule of law, we don't have democracy, we don't have America. The second thing that's been on the minds of a lot of voters has been the economy. And what I want to do is bring back good-paying jobs not just to Western New York and New York in general, but across the country and rebuild these and rebuild these communities, much like what's going on with the Micron plant that was introduced more toward the eastern part of the district as we get closer to Syracuse. So I want to see those jobs come back and get inflation under control by by ensuring that these companies are not out there price gouging people, whether that's at the pump or whether that's at the grocery store. You know, inflation, uh, you just mentioned inflation, and that is obviously one of the top topics uh, that will be looked at going to the ballot. And, Stephen, you know, uh, let, let's just play devil's advocate here. People are going to look at inflation, see you as a Democratic candidate. People tie that into the current administration. Uh, mm-hmm. What would your response be to that? Well, uh, my first response to that is, you know, we've already, we're already seeing gas prices go down. Now, with what's happening with OPEC plus potentially cutting production, uh, voters should voters will will see those prices go up. So what we have to be able to do is continue with policies like the Inflation Reduction Act, which are bringing prices down, both in the energy sector and in the healthcare sector, and to keep that momentum up. But again, we have to disincentivize companies again from raising prices on consumers just because they can. We were in a once in a, a once in a 100 year pandemic, and we and so we're still seeing the second and third order effects from that right now today. So we need to curb the appetite to raise prices just because they can, because people need gas, people need food, people need health care, education. So we need to continue with price curbing uh, policies through the administration, and that's something that I'm going to advocate for uh, day one when I get in as sworn in as a new member of Congress. Speaking of things that uh, people are talking about, Stephen, uh, immigration is another one. It, it seems to be a left or right topic of how you view it. Uh, what are your views on the issues at the southern border, and as a con- as a member of Congress, what would you like to see uh, done about it in Congress? So, so as someone who uh, the immigration issue is very important to me. Uh, I helped get over 100 Afghans out of Kabul about a year ago. If the listeners are interested in that, that uh, there's an article about a year ago out of the Syracuse Post Standard where I go into depth about. It. So immigration is very important to me. So we do what we do need to do down at the southern border is that you know we, we, we it needs to be secured. 
A border wall is not going to work. We don't need a fourth century solution to a 21st century problem. We need more things like ground penetrating radar. We go, we also need more uh, judges and people down there to process those. So the right people come in and the wrong people don't. Okay. But up here, you know, because this is such an agricultural district from dairy farms to wineries to apple orchards, uh, dotting, dotting from one end to this large district to the other, you know, we, we do need labor for agriculture. And a lot of our farmers do rely on that. So that, so I view it in a sense of an economic uh, stance to where we have, we, we have a, we have a labor supply coming in to make sure our district stays one of the most productive in the entire country. Your opponent would say that the current administration is not doing enough at the southern border. Do you agree with her or disagree? Well, uh, arrest and see, well, I, I disagree with her on that, in that uh, detentions and arrests at the southern border are actually up. So the other thing that we have to do, and, and she should know this by being on the House Foreign Relations Committee, is we have to look at the root cause of why people are leaving those countries in, in Mexico and Central America. We have to look at stabilizing them, stabilizing those countries, and supporting free and fair elections in that part of the world so people will want to, you know, would potentially want to stay home and not be fleeing like, you know, not be, have these refugee statuses, whether that is at the southern border or what we see it happening in Venezuela coming into uh, into Florida. The, we, we need to take a look at an outward-looking approach uh, to security uh, at our southern border and at, and at southern ports as well. Stephen, uh, another thing going down the list of uh, topics that people are on people's minds heading to the polls, and that would be gun reform. We hear a lot of back and forth about gun reform. Where do you stand? Where would your vote go? Uh, on a gun reform legislation, so under so um, something people have to understand. My 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 look is a little different than other Democrats. You know, being in the military for over twenty years, I carried weapons on foreign soil, and I worked with them on a daily basis. And second, you know, being from a rural background, I know what it's like to need to have firearms to protect yourself because sometimes. Uh, law enforcement will be there for 20, 25, 30 minutes to show up, and you have to protect you, your family, and your property. And I learned that from my grandparents who were New Deal Democrats. So, one, I do not want to criminalize responsible gun ownership. I would not support overall what we call universal background checks because that criminalizes what my grandfather did with me when he gave me my first gun when I was 17 years old. Okay, so I don't want to do that. But we also have to ensure that we protect our neighbors and our children. So what I'm looking to do is do something that over 90% of the public, the majority of gun owners, the majority of members of the NRA, majority of Republicans, not just Democrats, support are measures like that. And when it comes to state-level gun reform, we do need to take a look at it because I believe in the rush to getting a response to what ha- the the sad event that happened out to our neighbors in Buffalo, what we you know, we, we we need to go back and take a look at it. There are some areas that we can imp- we we can improve it. 
So whereas my opponent is for the gun lobby, I am for gun owners. That is a distinct difference between the two of us. You know, something you mentioned on your website, and it, it's interesting, you know, you, you talk about the, the rural parts of the district, and that was something else uh, focused on in the NY23 discussion last week as well. And it's this idea of Internet access and broadband Internet. Now, Stephen, a lot of us, you know, living in uh, in Buffalo might say, what are you talking about? But this is a real issue in rural areas of the state. Uh, what what do you plan? How do you plan? I'm sorry. How do you plan to address that in Congress? Well, First of all, we need we need to keep up the momentum. Uh, you, you can't do anything out here in rural America, regardless if you're running a winery, if you're a, if you are running a farm, or if you're a school teacher or running a small business. You know, I I look at access to broadband. You know, m- much like what we saw in the infrastructure bill, which my opponent didn't support. You know, you have to have that in rural America. It's, it's a lifeblood for a 21st century economy. And for someone as a small business owner myself, I can't. Right now where I'm sitting, if I walk outside, I get no cell phone coverage. And and the wireless and the um, uh, Wi-Fi coverage is depending where you stand. So it's not just the initial investment that we're going to make into it. But I'm going to put on my, you know, federal government, you know, financial manager hat here and look at the sustainment of it and to give our people in rural communities a choice, not just one provider that's going to be out there, but require that money to be split amongst several different types of government contracts that can go out to that area. So so the average citizen can have a choice of where their provider is going to be. Again, and with my knowledge of federal uh, government finance and contracts, that's where I'm going to have an impact on not just ensuring that we have good uh, broadband service, that we sustain good broadband service. Stephen, this is a question I have asked uh, every candidate I've talked to over the last few months and uh, a person sitting in position now I've asked. And that is, you know, we look at D.C. and we can look at Albany as well and and just see the political division. I I mean, there, you know, I'm only 34. I don't remember it ever being this bad. Um, You know, I hear from people that have been in D.C. for a long time. They don't remember it being this uh, divisive. What do you think needs to be done? To you know, get back to a, po- a a point that I remember when it was, hey, yeah, we disagree, but we can still talk. You know, we disagree, but w- when you know, when we're not uh, fighting on policy, we can still go out for a drink. We can still go out for a meal. It seems like in D.C. you don't see that now, and everything is this hateful back and forth. How do we get away from making this even more divided in America? Well. So it's it's a few things. So um, I'm a few years older than you, um, but uh, you know you're exactly right. You know when my grandparents were growing up, my parents who grew up back during the '60s and the '70s would even agree during that point where we aren't to where we are now. You know during the height of the civil rights movement in Vietnam, and that's probably the most comparable time in our history. You know, save for the Civil War. But we need common sense solutions. We need people who are going to work across the aisle and to tell the truth. You know, uh, my opponent, uh, she never works across the aisle. We will see her doing any sort of bipartisan votes out there and working with Democrats because it's too uh, because you know, it's, it's too much of people trying to get a win up on the scoreboard for their side. You know, th- you know, this isn't the Bills versus Patriots out there. This is America. And 
you know, we should be working together uh, for for the common good. And I think if you look across the district, I mean, you, you uh, probably interviewed uh, my good friend Max Delapia, who's a veteran. You know, we, we have veterans running all across all across the state. And we served in both Republican and Democratic administrations, and we worked with people of all different types. It's going to take candidates like that to bring us back from the brink, you know, and not have us fighting amongst each other. And I come from a, hey, like I said, I was born and raised in rural Oklahoma. You know, my parents, uh, they voted for Ronald Reagan. My grandparents voted for Jimmy Carter back in the day. And guess what? They still loved each other, had meal, went to church together, you know, sit out in the porch and, and talk the news, you know, and people went on with their and people went on with their lives. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that I tout, that was a great work of bipartisanship. We look back in the 1980s, we had Ronald Reagan working with Tip O'Neill and the creation of the VA. You know, that that that's that types of policy of people working together for the common good. It can still be done, but we just we need to ratchet it, ratchet it back. We need people in Congress who aren't afraid to go over and shake hands with somebody on the other side and go, hey, I know we just voted that here. Hey, do, hey, do you and your wife or do you and your husband want to come over tonight for dinner? You know, we can always still do that. We just we, we have to get out of these hyper partisan bubbles and go and talk to each other and, and realize that we're all human beings and in it together. Stephen, before I let you go, the last uh, question I always ask uh, in election season is, if there's anything you wanted to address that I didn't bring up, uh, this is your opportunity. So this this gets back to what I was just talking about with the bipartisanship. Um, One is uh, something I think we can all agree on is standing up for veterans. Um, I I, I know what it's like to have that sacrifice. You know, uh, my personal health has been ravaged by the things such as uh, toxic burn pits. My father-in-law was exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam. Still affects that to this day. So we need to have, that's something we always stand up for. Unfortunately, my opponent voted against, you know, all of those things, which to me is sad because that's something that, that, you know, the passage of that was a bipartisan vote. So standing up for veterans, you know, across the district, we have them everywhere to include a great military community like Watertown. Uh, I know what that's like, and I'm always going to stand up for common sense issues like that that can all bring us together because our because the public has a sacred bond with our vet, with our veterans. And I think that's something we can all agree on. Stephen Holden running for NY24. Stephen, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Th- th- thank you. I look forward to talking soon. All right. Thank you. That is Stephen Holden. Again, he is running in NY24. If you missed any of that interview, you can hear it on demand at WBEN.com and on the Odyssey app. When we come back, our two-part interview with County Executive Mark Polonkars. That's after the news here on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.